What's going on, guys? This is Gary, and today is the 2nd of October. I cannot believe it's October already, and we are seven game weeks into the Premier League season. Um, speaking of, let's go ahead and take a quick look back at um, FPL Game Week 7. Um, the team with the highest points had 127 of those points, although um, they're getting docked 72 points because they had 19 transfers. So clearly one of those teams that is either playing just for weekly score, um, and we tried that out one season just to see if each week we could hit as high a score as possible, um, as opposed to playing for an overall season rank, um, or this team or this manager did everything he or she could to to get the high score for the week and get the the notoriety for it. And either way, mission accomplished. Um, or maybe they want a boat. And uh, mission accomplished on both of those. So congratulations. Average points was 51. Um, we got 59 points. So above average, not as high as we would like. We made a mistake. Uh, which we're talking about in a second, and then a couple things, had they gone just a little bit differently, would have been better. So here you go. We had Begovic in goal with two points. Looked like he was on a clean sheet. He was for a while. <clears throat> and then that Van Anholt goal um, just found its way in. It was a very well-driven ball, and Begovic just couldn't get to it quick enough. Uh, Bennett with six. We were a little bit... Reluctant to have a Wolves defender back there, but um, as they've proven before, they can get the job done. Marcus Alonso also on a clean sheet, and man, that that Sturridge goal was just a beautiful thing. And as much as it kind of tanked our strategy of putting Alonso in, you got to appreciate the goal for what it was. Um, and then Trippier with 11. So had things gone differently. Um, in our favor, our score would have been a lot higher uh, just based on the the four in the back alone. In midfield, we had Frazier with just one point. Um, Not thrilled about that. Hazard with 10. Mane with only one, and he's been on a little bit of a a slump recently. Madison with six, which is great, and Richarlison with three. Mitrovic with just one point, which is a bummer. And then Aguero was our captain, and he got us 16 points. Now, on the bench, and I was talking about bad decisions, um, we had to decide just because of the personnel that we had, we were going to have to bench at least one good player. And in fact, we have three really good players on the bench. Um, But this one made a big difference, and it was benching Wilson in place of Fraser. And in hindsight, it should have been the other way around, would have had a four-point swing on that. Um, But also, we did bench Hennessy, Juan Basaka, and Robertson. All right. Um, and you guys have been posting your scores along as well um, on our Instagram account, which is just Let's Talk Soccer. And we love you guys doing that. So please keep it up. We're at over 25,000 followers right now, and we want to keep that growing. Our goal is to get to 30,000 
by the end of the year. So if you haven't followed us yet, please do. If you have friends, family, you name it that hasn't, um, please get them to follow us as well. We appreciate that. And we appreciate all of you guys with all of your DMs, all of the comments, the suggestions. It's just, it's all really, really cool. So thank you guys. We are humbled by that. Um, and we appreciate it uh, more than we can put into words and that I can articulate right here. With those 59 points that we got this week, though, we got green arrows all the way up. So we're making our way. We're in the low 400,000, so not fantastic. Uh, we'd love to get to five digits if we can, um, but we're getting there. In one or two good weeks, and we'll be right there. Game week eight. A lot of questions looming over people's heads. Um, one is what to do with Salah. And I'll even throw Mane into that, that boat right now. Uh, they face a very tough, uh, informed Manchester City side this coming weekend. And uh, Salah especially costs a lot of money. So he has had a lot of managers dropping him. Uh, normally in the place of Hazard or in favor of Hazard. And I think that will probably continue. The thing is, at some point, he's going to change in terms of he's going to get points. He's got opportunities. He's missed a lot of big chances. He's going to start converting those eventually. Um, So if you can be patient with him, and I'm also giving myself the same advice with Mane, I think it'll pay off. So, uh, you know, just just be mindful of that. You've got, uh, what, 31 more game weeks to go. So, um, you know, give him a chance. Maybe if by week 10 he hasn't performed up to uh, your expectations, maybe then um, you give him the boot. Uh, Another big question looming over people's heads is, um, do I hold on to Aguero um, or do I replace him with Kane? And I know some of you have both, but for the most part, most people don't um, because of budget. And um, we we get we understand why people are asking that. Aguero does provide returns. He he score, he's good for a goal um, in most cases, maybe a couple, maybe a goal and assist. But his minutes are limited. He plays about sixty to seventy minutes a game. Uh, I think he scored in the sixty. Fifth minute of uh, the game over the weekend and was replaced a minute later. Um, He is actually, I'm recording this um, on the day that Manchester City played its Champions League match, and um, he did play. So it'll be interesting to see if Pep did that purely because Man City needed the points in their group, um, and he's going to play. Aguero this weekend. Hopefully he will against Liverpool. I can't imagine he's going to rest Aguero against Liverpool, but you never know with Pep um, or if he will rest him. So um, lots of questions. Of course, that is a really difficult fixture for Man City, regardless of if Aguero plays or not. So um, Kane is looking a lot more tempting because this in game week eight and game week nine, um, those fixtures are pretty tasty looking. For him, um, our advice is do what you feel is right. 
Um, if you think Kane's going to get the job done, go with Kane. We are very loyal to Aguero. Don't think that we're going to make that change, but um, but we might, um, depending. And, and the other bit of advice, and we've got this coming a little later too, is wait until these European matches are over. Um, you're not in a rush to do anything. Um, you have until Friday to have your team set. <clears throat> Remember, there is a game on Friday this coming weekend. Um, so wait until Kane plays his Champions League match. Wait until uh, Hazard and Pedro and William play their Europa League match. I mean, just wait and see what happens. People can get injured. People can play a lot of minutes. They can play no minutes. They can play a few minutes. So it all kind of helps tell a story and help help direct you uh, to the right decision for your team. All right. So speaking of game week eight, what to do? Be strategic with your moves. Look at fixtures. Compare players' performances that are going up against teams they've gone up against. Look at the history. Um, do head-to-head player comparisons. And, and we tend to post a lot of those as well, so you can source them, a lot of them on our page. Or even shoot us a DM, and we'll create that comparison for you. Um, but do some homework. A lot of people ask us, here's my team, what should I do? And... We normally reply back with, if this was our team, here's what we would do. But you really ultimately need to take control of your own team. Um, You can definitely seek advice like you do with us, which we love, and we'll always have an opinion on everything. Um, But at the end of the day, you don't want someone else running your team. This is your team. This is for fun. Have fun with it. It shouldn't be stressful. It does stress us out sometimes, and I'm sure it does with others too. Um, when you watch players uh, that you didn't choose do well or players that you did select do terribly, um, so we get it. But, you know, um, information is is the best weapon in all of this, so make sure um, you're doing your homework on this stuff. And the other bit of advice we just mentioned is wait until these Champions League and Europa League, Europa League matches are done to get a better idea of what the players that you're interested in or the players on your team are facing uh, going into the weekend. What not to do. Do not overreact if a player does really, really well or really, really poorly one weekend. Um, You can see it happening in all of these price fluctuations. Managers, for whatever reason, this season seem a lot more sensitive uh, to a player's performance than they have in the past. Uh, If a player does well, managers are very quick. Managers by the hundreds of thousands, if not millions, are quick to either jump on a bandwagon or cast a player aside all because of one weekend instead of taking other factors into account. And I think that you'll see that the managers that are consistent over time and make changes for the right reasons and based on the right rationale will um, almost always do better um, in the overall rankings than managers that that have these knee-jerk reactions. So um, I know it's tempting. You see Hazard get a hat trick one weekend. You want to grab him for your team. We grabbed him for our team um, earlier than that, but it 
wasn't based on one weekend's performance. It was based on we know what Hazard's capable of doing, and looking at the fixtures ahead, we think he can help our team out quite a bit. So just a word to the wise there. Um, some players that are on our minds for game week eight. First up is Raheem Sterling. Despite playing Liverpool this coming weekend, he has a higher points per game, or he has high points per game, high shots inside the box, big chances created, and goal involvements. Sterling's on fire right now, and you know that in just about every game, he's good for at least one big chance missed. So if he can start converting those, uh, this guy's going to be an FPL manager's dream. By the way, he also did play um, in Man City's Champions League match tonight. Um, And he has less than 5% ownership, which makes him a real differential. So you get a couple goals out of Sterling or a goal and assist out of Sterling, and um, all of a sudden you're separating yourself from the pack and you're seeing green arrows all the way around. Uh, Anthony Knockart is another one that's on our radar. Um, Brighton have a very favorable set of fixtures ahead of them, which, by the way, we've posted fixtures for all 20 Premier League teams on our Instagram page, and this is for um, for weeks 8 through 10. So you get a three-week snapshot of FDRs for every team. Um, and lots of chances created um, by Canockard. So, uh, you know, rack up those, um, those assists. Raul Jimenez. Lots of shots on target, high direct involvement in goals, and also favorable fixtures. Luke Shaw, and we got some comments on Instagram about him. We know what kind of trouble Man U's in, and they're even in worse trouble than than we probably think. Um, Now everybody, of course, is calling for uh, Mourinho's head and to bring in Zidane, which I think would be an interesting thing to see. Um, But at some point, they're too talented of a team. There's too much pride in that club to just give up. <clears throat> and at some point, man, you're going to turn it around. And I think it's going to be this weekend. They're playing at home against Newcastle. This is the perfect game for um, that Manchester United defense to be what it was last year, which was just a br- absolute brick wall and rack up a clean sheet. <clears throat> Harry Kane is also on our minds. Good fixtures in the next couple of weeks, uh, and he's back to scoring goals, which is always important in a striker. Lacazette has been looking good the past couple or a few weeks. He's in great form, and he faces Fulham this weekend. Vardy, also finding his form, is at home against a somewhat porous Everton defense. <clears throat> so um, I think Vardy might be good for a goal or two against Everton. And then Arnautovic is playing Brighton, and he scores goals, period. The man scores goals. And uh, relative to a lot of other fantasy attackers, he is pretty cheap. Captain options. Kane, Lacazette, Hazard, Vardy, and Arnie all seem like really good captain options to me. I think we're going to captain Hazard um, as we don't have most of those other players. Our move this week, and we're not certain of it, um, but we will definitely post it or maybe even solicit some, inf- some feedback from you guys as to who we should select or what move we should make. 
But Arnautovic is looking really tempting for us, uh, maybe in place of Mitrovic. So we'll see. Um, we will definitely post all of that on Instagram. And, um, guys, I think that's going to do it. We will always answer your questions. We will, or at least we will try our absolute hardest. We may lose one or two, um, you know, um, in the midst of everything, but send us your DMs. We, I think, are probably about 99.9% uh, responsive to everybody's DMs. We'll post good questions or um, common questions that we're getting. We'll post those on our Instagram page. Um, we'll provide some feedback, and we love just the back-and-forth banter. You guys have been offering us a lot of comments, or sorry, compliments, um, through these DMs, and we really appreciate it. That's what keeps us going. That's why we do this, because we all really share the love of football, the love of the Premier League, and the love of the FPL. And that is going to do it. We're out in 17 minutes this weekend. So until next time, guys, best of luck with your game week 18. We'll catch you on Instagram. And until then, we say peace. Goodbye.